up, everybody? This is Samantha, and we are back with another episode of Pessimistic at Best, the podcast. And I have a super special guest with me today. It is my good friend, Alicia, and she is so kind to do my very first Zoom podcast, which I have to get good at. But I'm super excited to have her here today because we're going to talk about everything. We met in college, so we'll be talking all about that. We actually met at the university bookstore. Shout out. We were both working there, and it's a funny story, actually, because I was working there. I I mean, I had been working there pretty much since my freshman year, and then I it was when I went on study abroad that you started, right? Yes. 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 So, So that was my junior year, and I studied abroad, and I went to... London and then I came back and came back to work and Alicia had started so she had heard about me (laughs) but like we didn't know each other at all no not at all all I knew was that there was this girl walking or working in the office and I was like (laughs) yes I I was acting better than everybody because I got office time (laughs) so I didn't in a four by four office literally (laughs) So I didn't always have to be out on the floor. Sometimes I was doing some stuff for the website, writing little descriptions for all our collegiate clothes, random little tasks like that. But um, it's funny because I feel like when I was working there before you, like I sort of ruled the roost. And then I think, well, I was gone. You did for sure. (laughs) So I feel like at first we were a little territorial, but then we realized that we could really be a power team, the two of us. (laughs) Yes. In all capacities, could we be a power team Literally. in that store? Yes. Yeah. Once, yes. We, once we linked up, we were unstoppable force. <laughs> and I really do feel like we like united everybody there. Yeah. Our time, our time at the bookstore was, it was a grand time. <laughs> it really was. And like before... Before you were there, like I didn't hang out with a ton of people at the store. Like I had, like they were my friends and stuff, but it wasn't like we would actually go and see each other outside of work or like, yeah. Or like when we would go to our holiday party and like everyone would pregame before it. So fun. (laughs) I feel like when I came is also when like our group of friends came into the bookstore. So like, um, shout out Audrey, Maddie, all those people. They came around the same time I did, so like we already had that bond, and then when you came back, we all meshed together really well. That's so true. Yes, yes, and then of course you and I were like especially close with our bosses. I feel like <laughs> Angie, yeah. Steph, if you guys are out there, I mean, because that like for a while we were even going to like dance classes together, and yeah, we would hang out, play Uno. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, we got really close to them and they, I don't know, we would just have go to the office whenever we needed to and talk shit with them, which was really nice. And we're the ultimate complainers in that bookstore. So. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's worth noting. So Alicia is for sure on here as an, a pessimist person like me, like she's not, well, yeah. you're not maybe always as much of a bitch as I am I think (laughs) I think you contain it better than I do though because when I'm like in that mood I you can tell and (laughs) okay that's true wow that's so true yeah yeah she definitely has resting bitch face or like sometimes just resting bitch attitude (laughs) 
Yeah. If you're having a bad day, it's, it is obvious for sure. Yeah. But also you don't take any shit. I feel like that's the Chicago in, in you. Like you, if somebody is bothering you, you will be rude to them to their face. Yeah. Um, I definitely had to tone down my Chicago ways when I went to Madison for undergrad and started working at the bookstore. I was always like, why are these people so nice? Like, <laughs> customer just like bitched at you for like 10 minutes why are you being nice oh <laughs> uh, that would happen kind of a lot yeah but with me I you know I try to like be nice about it and then after a while I was like okay no <laughs> no more <laughs> yeah that's true yeah well and I will say it's it's nice when you can okay it's a really smart move if you can kind of wedge your way in with a boss like that because then you can go and like just shoot the shit in the back and you don't actually have to do work and you're still clocked in it's the best <laughs> yeah um I will say we really developed some bad habits during our time we at the uh, yes, we did. During, especially during like winter break when everyone was gone and like the bookstore would be so empty and dead. But we still have to work these like eight hour shifts and like every day. <laughs> there were a couple of times oh God, when we yeah. would just be chilling in the back, you know, taking our 20 minute long breaks instead of <laughs> literally <laughs> having a snack. We would take them together even though we weren't supposed to. <laughs> That's okay though. It was so fun. Yeah. That was like, I feel like the people were the main reason I even stayed at that job for so long. Yeah. It's just like so fun. The job itself, I could not hate retail any more than I did there. And that was actually my first like big girl job. I had never had a job until I started working at the bookstore. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. I, I just didn't have a job in Chicago and I started working at the bookstore when I was a sophomore. So like the beginning of sophomore year. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I learned a lot. <laughs> I know how to keep my clothes neat. I know, you know, how to deal with people. But over time, it just got less and less of the work I started to do and the people and more about the people I was. <laughs> totally. Oh, my gosh, me too. Well, and like I, I worked there. So then we worked together because I was there through my super senior year, which I only did an extra semester. So yeah, so you so then I studied abroad my senior year in London. We lived in the same, yes. we lived in the same building. I think I was, <laughs> I was on the floor above yours when I, yeah, I there. think so. So yeah. So then uh, that semester is, was your last semester when you stopped working yes, at the bookstore, okay. which I'm glad I was not there for your departure because it would have been really bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I mean, literally I cried. Like I was leaving that day just like sobbing. I think it was Jerry who saw me and she was like, oh my God, <laughs> just like falling myself. Which it was like happy but sad. Well, I am yeah. also just really bad at quitting jobs. I'm so bad at it. I like it's hard. I'm I'm a very loyal person. I also just like I don't like doing I don't like quitting or saying goodbye or doing any of that. And like I also don't like starting a new job. Like I don't like meeting new people and learning something new all over again. Like I like to be the one that knows everything. Yeah. That's it's way better. So, so quitting is always a hard. So even though I was like definitely ready to move on from that job, I was still, I blubbered like a baby. I don't know. <laughs> Just that's how, out. <laughs> yeah. That's how I was when I left. I, so that was what, 2018 when you left. And then I left after I graduated. So I worked that summer and then I left in August cause I was going to the Peace Corps. Um, 
And that last day, I, we were all sobbing. <laughs> we were all sobbing. It was a really sad day. Um, even like the people that didn't work at the store, but like came in, knew I was leaving, and they were like, <laughs> they were, they were just giving me hugs, and including the UPS guy, he gave me a hug. <laughs> Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. Um, Alicia had a thing for the UPS delivery man. <laughs> yes. Um, we were, he, he was beautiful. Yeah. We were very good friends, um, throughout my time there. And yeah. So he, he said goodbye to me when I left and even the bosses. Yeah. We, we ended up crying for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I immediately went into the office and just like showed them that I was crying. And then they were like, oh my God, I'll start crying. <laughs> it's like, everyone start crying. I don't even think I said anything. I just went in there and I was like, sad. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, we made some good memories at the bookstore. And I mean, I'm still friends with like all the people that we worked with that were definitely like in our same. friend group. But yeah, we definitely had some fun. And, you know, that was just a trip. <laughs> It was, I know. Well, and it was like a, it was a good job. It was like, it was a good college job. And like, I'm glad, I'm glad that we started hanging out with everybody outside of work. That was so much fun. Yeah. Those time, those nights out, man, we would get crazy. For yeah. Real. That, that hockey game that we all did was, I, I think mm-hmm. that was the last time they did it. <laughs> did it. I know. <laughs> that was the last time they that they did it during um, the semester. They, they went back mm-hmm. to doing it over winter break because they knew students couldn't go anymore. Seriously, we might have ruined that for everybody else. Uh, but that's funny. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it was it was just a funny job. And then we got Jalen who hadn't, she wasn't, she was like the one crossover from the other department. Yeah. She worked in hard lines and we were soft lines and we kind of brought her over because we knew she was cool. <laughs> Yeah, so then we became a little trio when we would work shifts together, and we would get in trouble a lot. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they would stop scheduling us at the same time. Yeah, they <laughs> or we would do like an, an overlap of like thirty minutes before the person had to leave or whatever. But on my days off, and when I knew they were working, I would go in the bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about that. I would go in the bookstore and I would spend hours in there just talking to them, and then they'd be like, "You just wasted my whole shift." Now. It was the best. It made time fly so fast. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So then did you, you will quit in the spring. You quit after graduation? I quit in the summer. So I left in August. I worked okay, the whole summer. Yeah, you did say that whole summer. And then. That's right. Um, yeah, because I was moving out of Madison, like when my lease was up. So I just like, might as well just work there. And summer is busy, but it's. It's better than during the whole school yeah, year because I work definitely. more. I work longer hours and obviously I get more pay, so <laughs> it was better. Well, and then yeah, for being honestly, for being a complainer, you're also still a very good person. <laughs> like <laughs> Alicia, <laughs> Alicia went into the Peace Corps, and I will say she, you would still be there right now, yeah. right? Had it not, yeah, she went to Macedonia, but then COVID hit and just ruined all of her plans. Yeah, so. Right after um, I left Madison, I came back to Chicago, where I'm from, um, and I spent a month at home. And in September last year, 2019, I left to Macedonia for the Peace Corps, which was supposed to be—it was supposed to be 27 months—and it got cut short in March when we all had to get evacuated. So every single Peace Corps volunteer from around the world had to come back home in a span of like 
three days from when they said that we had That's so crazy to be evacuated. So yeah, I left and that's how COVID ruined my life. A hundred percent. That's something to bitch about right there for sure. And I'm sure you have. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, coming the whole time was like really traumatic and in various ways, but um, I can't believe it's almost been eight months since we've been back. And for real, you know, 2020 yeah, has crazy. gone by so fast, but also like very slow at the same time. I know. Um, it's so weird how that works. I feel that way too. Like it feels like it has zoomed by. Like I don't know how it's almost the new year already. Like wow. literally, we're like a month away. But at the same time, what have I done? Nothing. <laughs> I've been sitting in my house for this entire year. <laughs> Basically, same. I also haven't been doing anything. And at first, they were like, "Okay, like you'll be back maybe by the new year." And now they're like, "Okay, you'll be back maybe by the summer." And there were a hundred of us, like total in the country. And I think maybe like a fourth will go back. So yeah, I forgot that that was even an option. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. So we have, yeah, we have the option to go back, but they also are doing it country by country. So there's actually going to be countries going back um, in January, but Macedonia is not one of them. (laughs) Okay. But personally, I don't know if I'll go back. So well, and that's a thing, like you can't really be expected to put your life on hold for that. I mean, cause it's, and you don't even know for sure when yeah. or if you'll be able to, that's a lot to ask. So I understand that. Yeah. Some, some volunteers when they came right back, they applied to grad school. They applied to federal jobs because we get this like kind of status um, that helps us a little bit when we apply to federal jobs. So people took, or they took advantage of that. And they're working and they're in grad school. And then there's the rest of us who are doing nothing or have been doing nothing. <laughs> well, honestly, that is okay. I think if there's ever, ever a time to do nothing, it's now. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm i not complaining. I'm, I mean, it's not ideal that I'm back home in the room that I lived in when I was in high school. But... Um, it's okay. I'm, I mean, my family has been safe. I've been safe and that's really all I can really ask for, but, totally. but I am going back to Macedonia. I'm going back at the end of the year to see my host family and basically my people there. So I'm really excited. Yeah. That's that. so awesome. I'm really excited. That's just great. I feel like, like you said earlier, like I, you definitely just, you need that closure. I think that that's just going to be because you guys were rushed out of there. I didn't realize it was like within three days. Well, we, yeah. So I guess it really started when the schools closed. So this all happened like March, I want to say like March 12th. We got notification that the schools were closing. I worked as a volunteer in the school. I was an English teacher. And when schools closed, basically Peace Corps was like, okay, we're going to monitor the situation, but be prepared to start packing your stuff. And we're like, oh my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> so then after that, I think they waited about two days and we had like an all volunteer call and they were like, okay, we're going to move up our status to stand fast, which means start packing your stuff. You can't leave your village or your site. Um, and we'll give you further updates as, it, as the situation develops. So then we were like, holy shit, like this is actually happening. I didn't start packing though. I was like, I'm going to wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I will just see what they say, whatever. And then on Friday, 
um, that Friday. I think it was the 13th, Friday the 13th. So, of course, definitely my lucky <laughs> oh, day. No. <laughs> they were like, okay, um, they hadn't given us an official word, but it was going around that we were going to get evacuated. And then that by that time, I was like, shit, I should probably start packing. <laughs> so then I spent that whole night packing and I was sobbing. I was like, my eyes were so swollen and my whole family was like, maybe you won't leave. Like, maybe you can stay. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm just, I'm just like crying. Aww. And then in the morning, that Saturday, we got the official word that we were going to be evacuated. So we uh, got the call saying, um, be at this hotel tonight. Um, the further you are, the, the, the further you are from the hotel downtown, you, the earlier you have to leave. And luckily, I was only 20 minutes away. So I got to spend the whole day with my whole family. Um, mm-hmm. Like my counterparts from the school, they came and said bye to me, and yeah, we were just all really just chilling. But I was so upset the entire day. I'm sure. Yeah, and then we ended up. Yeah, all the volunteers came to the hotel with all of our stuff, and we spent five days. Weren't you guys stuck there for so long? (laughs) We spent five days in the hotel um, because they couldn't get us a flight out. They um, had planned for us to all travel separately so like commercial flights but then uh the airport started closing and countries started closing their borders so um we couldn't fly over airspaces basically then yeah then they were like okay we're gonna all get on a charter flight and we're gonna do all this stuff and um you'll we'll be able to leave on this day whatever so that day came and we ended up going to the airport, waiting for like eight hours. And just in just the entrance, um, we didn't even get like past security or anything because the plane wasn't here. And then it was just all a mess. And then we had to go back to the airport for another three days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and finally, they were like, okay, we're going to end up booking you guys commercial flights. So we had to, we all got on the same flight to Turkey. And then from Turkey, we all had separate flights. So I was one of the unlucky ones to not get a direct flight to Chicago. I ended up going to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta and I spent overnight in Atlanta in the airport. You did? Yes. Oh my God. I, um, what a long journey. Yeah. I was, oh well, the flight to, from Istanbul to Atlanta was 12 hours. And then we got here, we got to Atlanta around like 10 o'clock at night and my flight to Chicago wasn't until 7 a.m. So I spent the entire night in the airport. But I was with dude, and airport sleepovers are no joke. It's so the worst. I was with <laughs> I was with seven other girls. So I wasn't alone. I was like thankful for that. But we Definitely. so we ended up like occupying a whole section in a Denny's at the airport <laughs> <laughs> with our massive suitcases and we had like we had food and then we just asked if we can stay there and they were like, yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep. Camp. Yep. I felt, I fell asleep in the booth and it was just, we were just hanging out all night at the Denny's airport. <laughs> Amazing. Well, and that's perfect. Uh, welcome home to America. Hang out at this Denny's. <laughs> right. I, I don't think I, it could get any more American than that. Literally. And then I came back to Chicago and I realized how cold it was and how I did not miss the cold <laughs> because I came back in March and I've been in the States since. Yes. So uh, yeah, when we love to get out and you do, you get to so soon. Yes. I'm really That's excited nice. to see that, to see my whole family and to 
just be over there. I, I really miss it. And I don't know. I, I'm nervous. I mean, I haven't been practicing my language. <laughs> Totally. I feel like that's one of the biggest things that sucked about the timing with everything because you had been there like, you know, because when did you, when did you leave for Macedonia the first time? Like early January? When did I leave? Or no. Oh my God. No, that was like September. October. September. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. so that was like just enough time to like get established and then. Well, and then the first, the first three months. So from September to December, I was a trainee, so I wasn't even like in my official space yet. I was, mm-hmm. I was learning the language, um, doing like technical training and all these things. And then, and then I was able to go to my village where I started teaching and actually like living as a volunteer. Right. And then three months into that is when it got cut. So, yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's just such bad timing. Yeah. It's just so sad. And to have that experience taken away is a, definitely a huge bummer. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely was. And I mean, it still is. I definitely like took this time to like heal and stuff. And like, cause I said, it was like really totally. traumatic the way that it happened and just like the circumstances, like I literally would never forget that day. And like seeing my host mom cry and like me cry, it was just like, it was just a lot for me. Totally. But, um, I mean, I think, trauma bonds people so that's true still- that's why we're so close from the bookstore <laughs> <laughs> definitely I mean from the bookstore from the bookstore to the Peace Corps I definitely have some traumatic experiences so <laughs> <laughs> no but that is true and I feel like that's why even the anybody like even going back and just seeing your family again like I feel like even that you just you'll fall right back into place just because you went through that sort of together yeah well I do and I do still keep in contact with them um I talk to my whole son pretty much maybe like once or twice a month maybe um okay. it's gotten less frequent obviously because I'm not there and like they started school again and stuff but because uh, she's a teacher but um we have each other on like whatsapp and like that's like the communication over there <laughs> I love that so, yeah, so they're excited that I'm coming and I'm excited to go and just to like be in country. I mean, it's just a whole different experience. So totally, totally. Well, and I would like kill to be anywhere besides here right now. I've been yeah. in between these four walls for the last eight months. I'm ready to get out. <laughs> I miss traveling. I know. Yeah. Um, traveling is it. And I'm glad that we both experienced yeah. the same thing when we went to London kind of the same thing. I know. Um, Definitely. Yeah. You have a travel bug like me. We love, it's the best. Traveling's the best. You just get to experience new place. You get to eat good food. Yeah. And, and you are so good at traveling solo. That's something I ha- I want to try because you're, that's, I'm, I'm very impressed with you for that. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, it, it started even before I went to London. I, um, my best friend, one of my best friends lives in Spain and I wanted to go visit her and I was like, well, no one's going to come with me. <laughs> so <laughs> I booked a ticket. I was a sophomore. I booked a ticket and I went to go visit her. And then I spent a few days by myself. It's definitely nerve wracking. I mean, it was my first time, it was my first time traveling alone and leaving the country. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So it was definitely a time, but Obviously, I learned from that experience, and I ended up going to London. I think that summer I went to London by myself, mm-hmm. and I spent a week there. 
and I was there during that London like bridge attack, which is really- oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I remember that. And like, you had to mark yourself safe on Facebook. It was like that type of shit. Yeah, Yeah, because I was, I was out and I was actually like maybe a couple blocks away from where where it all happened. So like, all I remember was like, I'm partying, you know, I'm doing my thing in the club. (laughs) And then I, I see people like crying and like doing all these things. And so I went outside and all you hear is like sirens, you hear like people like panicking and I'm like, what is going on? And then we like heard news about what happened. It took me like an hour to get back to where I was staying because all the the tube had shut down and all these things. And yeah, I was, that's also a traumatic experience. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Oh, that that just keeps following you. (laughs) Yeah. But then when I went back to London to study abroad, I actually left for three weeks. I left to go travel around. Just really. Yeah. It was definitely an experience. And, you know, I learned from it, but also like I had so much fun. Yeah, I don't, I, I take pleasure in, in staying by myself and keeping myself company. I think that's why during this quarantine, I'm like, yeah, I live with other people, but I'm not also not like as dependent on them as yeah, probably I would have been if I hadn't experienced that time living alone and doing all these things. Yeah. I, that's not a skill that I need to build because for being an only child, I should be able to hang out by myself. Like I really should know how to do that, but oh my God, this quarantine has killed me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I should be able to be by myself more. And that it is, it's definitely, it takes practice. You have to like, Oh, for sure. You have to like, just be able to be comfortable with yourself and like sit in silence. Cause I feel like there are some people who just don't like to be in complete silence. And like, unless you're talking out loud to yourself, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be quiet. <laughs> um, which I do that anyway so I'll keep myself true. company it's no problem <laughs> true I love the little combos with myself in my head and outside my head so mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah no um it's definitely something that like it's a skill I feel like to yeah really and it takes time it takes time to really be able to do that but and traveling alone to especially if you go to another country or something like, I feel like another layer is if you don't know the language. Oh, for sure. For sure. It, it's hard. I, I, I went to Italy and that was fine. Cause you know, it's kind of close to Spanish. So I was like able to, mm-hmm. to just be. And then, but when I went to, <laughs> when I went to Austria and Germany, I was like, can't do it. Those languages are scary too. They sound like they're shouting yeah. at you. <laughs> yeah. Then I went to, when I went to Amsterdam too, it was pretty, it was better, but it was still like kind of nerve wracking because I don't yeah. intend to learn the languages. I just need to be able to get by. Exactly. And for the most part, you can, like if you give yourself, you just have to know the basics. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> That's it. Then you're good. But yeah. Definitely. Where's the train station? <laughs> For real. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm I'll be ready to travel once this is over. I am I miss it. I haven't gotten even to do little local vacations. We haven't gotten to do like I just want to go down to Chicago for the weekend. That sounds nice. I can't do that right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, and it's I mean, I haven't been able to do anything in the city either, but I'm glad I'm like in the city. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> living back home with my family can be a lot for me, 
but um, I haven't lived in the city in five years, six, mm-hmm. five and a half, six. So it's nice to like be around my people, the same bitchy people. That- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, totally. The same attitude, the same type of environment. So it's nice, but I'm also ready to get out. <laughs> So, and then I know you're applying to grad schools. I actually meant to ask you this earlier, but where are you applying to? What schools are you applying to? So I'm applying to international policy and development programs. Um, I think that's just like my spectrum of work and like my, where my passion is. So um, I'm applying to three so far. One is in Texas. One is in Denver and one is in California. nice all different different types of vibes yeah definitely I can see you in any of those places though for sure everyone's going to Denver dude I feel like I know so many people in Denver yeah yeah I know I know a few people in Denver too and I have never been to Denver and I really really want to go um really yeah no I haven't love it but um Texas do you ski no oh I I haven't tried but I'm like scared I love snow and I know it's I like I know it's snowing already over there and I'm like okay I can deal with mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. Well, and cuz okay, all my friends who are out there, they're everyone's like come everyone move out to Denver, which like sounds great, but I'm so not a winter sport girl. I'm just not, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of their like ways that they pass time. They're like let's go to mountains. <laughs> I feel <Yep>. like <laughs> I will be your photographer. I will take everything you need, but I will exactly. not. I will not be trying to ski down these slopes. I'm very mm-hmm. sorry. I can get a snow. What are they called? The the a snowmobile. No, it's a sled. A sled. There it is. A sled. I'll get a sled and you know enjoy my time like that. But I will not be snowboarding <laughs> or skiing. I know. When I was in Macedonia, they they have. Um, a place where you can go ski and slide and all that stuff. And I went on the ski list and that shit is scary. Okay. (laughs) We just went for a ride and I was like, I, I was scared, but I was also like really enjoying the scenery. But when I looked down, I'm like, holy shit, like I cannot, I know if I fall, I'm going to land right on top of that pine tree and it's over. (laughs) I know it is. It is scary. Well, I remember even just like at Tyrol, which is a ski hill close to Madison, and we would go in middle school. I would like do the bunny hill, like I was not doing anything crazy. But there, like kids would fall off the thing, and it wasn't even no. like that high because that was like a hill, not a mountain. But they would bust their shit up like that was no joke. And then you do that in the real mountains. Mm-mm, no. No. Scary. <laughs> yeah. And and I tried, I even tried to sled down there because they had, they do have some like little slopes or whatever. And I almost busted my shit. I literally fell off the sled <laughs> and I was surrounded by like these six, seven year olds that were just like, are you okay? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> but it, obviously not. <laughs> it, it was fun. It was, I mean, it was my first time. So it can only go uphill from here. Literally literally that's so true oh my god that is really so true that's an optimistic perspective I like that (laughs) Uh, yeah but I can see you in any of those places where in California um northern California so uh in Monterey cool oh hell yeah yeah so 
these places are all expensive. So I'm really hoping that if I get in, I get some nice packages because after, Seriously. after not having to pay for undergrad, I'm like, how the hell am I going to pay for tuition? I know, dude. I'm banking on that student loan forgiveness. Yes. Come through. Let's go. <laughs> Biden, I am counting on you to make these student loans go away. Honestly. If he doesn't do it right away, make sure he does it my, after my first year of grad school. <laughs> exactly. And like, I don't know, like all during COVID, well, because they, they stopped making you do the payments. Like they kind of froze yeah. it. But I was still paying mine because at least right now, the interest won't be going up. So I was like, let me keep paying this. And then my friend Adam, you know, Adam, he was like, don't, don't pay those. Like Biden will win. We're going to get forgiveness. Like you won't have to pay any of it. And I was like, okay, but we don't know that for sure. And if I still have to pay it later, I would rather not pay the interest. Yeah. But honestly, I will be salty if I pay all this off. And then he's like, all right, we're going to lift all the payments. Can I get a refund, please? Seriously. I know. And I, and I like, there's such varying opinions about that because for the people who have already paid off, they're like, what's going to happen with us? Yeah. I don't know. Right. Well, and that is, and I'm in that mindset, like, okay, just because you're salty doesn't mean I should have to suffer as well. Seriously. Especially since college was probably cheaper when you were there versus when oh, we were there. Sure. I know. It's so stupid. It's so expensive. <laughs> like UW is insanely. I know. I mean, I wouldn't have gone there otherwise if I did not get a yeah. salty. And and I still have loans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, life is a joke. <laughs> Seriously, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. That's exciting, though. I'm very excited for you, and I think that those programs make a lot of sense with like the things you're passionate about. Yeah, I mean, my long my long term goal is to move out of the United States and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I see that for you. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to come visit. <laughs> so I'm trying to uh, just get on that path. And like, when I think about it, like I'm only 23, like, well, I'm like 23 and like three quarters because my birthday soon. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, I know. Birthdays aren't fun in COVID either. I'll tell you that. Mine obviously was forever ago, but you just, I know. it's not the same. I'm going to have a quarantine birthday. I didn't think I was going to be part of this group. For real. I know you it, really at the beginning of this. I didn't even think I was going to be in July. That was a joke. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, February's birthday month. So I don't just celebrate one day. I celebrate the entire day or the, the entire exactly. month. Exactly. <laughs> I love that, honestly. Well, maybe things will be a little bit better by then. I'm just banking on the fact that 2021 has got to be better than 2020. It has to. I don't think it can get worse. I just really don't. Yeah, me neither. Without us literally like <laughs> just imploding in flames and disappearing off the face of the earth. <laughs> Which at this point, honestly, you never know. <laughs> right? I, I think I think anything's possible. I think this year has taught me that literally anything can happen. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's kept me on my toes, that's for sure. But and usually I like that. I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah, usually I like that thrill. Not this time around. No. <laughs> No, definitely not. Well, okay. Something else we can talk about is I know that you're, and I'm, I like, I like astrology. I don't pay enough attention to, I like, don't know all of it, but you're super into it. Yeah. I feel like that kind of helps you 
understand the or like give reasoning behind why all this shit is happening to us like I feel like that has helped you this year um yeah so I mean I'm an Aquarius shout out <laughs> I'm um, a Leo <laughs> I know that I'm a Leo. <laughs> can I'm, you guys tell <laughs> I'm a Leo rising so that's what, probably why we get along very well mm-hmm. but um yeah so I really got into it this year I mean it's kind of a generational thing my grandma shouts out she is super into this stuff she literally has mm-hmm. all of our birth charts printed out and in a little notebook where she takes oh my notes. god I love that <laughs> um she follows like certain guides and like she'll read about it and listen about it and then she'll like pass on the information to us when she thinks it's important um so it's kind of like been in my life more prominently in the last few years but then I started getting into it in quarantine it's like one of the many quarantine things I picked up I mean totally. I've always known I was like an Aquarius and I always take pride in that but yeah I, I really got more in, into it and I think along with that I think that's kind of separate it's separate in a way but also connected in a way to spirituality I think I got more spiritual during this time um like I really follow like the moon and the phases of the moon um I have like mm-hmm. I have like a whole altar in my in my room with crystals and you know just jewelry and um, things like that. And so I follow that. I follow it pretty well. I mean, I just really recently got into it, maybe like in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been really consistent with it. And I'm just learning about it. Um, but the astrology part, yeah, I, I can't say like, I know so much about it, about everyone else's. I only really know about mine. Yeah, I can, but I can like oh, spot, I can spot little characteristics in people that I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I yeah. don't, I do like. There's a joke that like, like, what time were you born? Like, I need to know. Yeah, so I can look up your birth chart and then judge you from there. So literally, well, now there's apps for that. You can just add everybody on CoStar, or there's a couple other ones. Well, I don't use CoStar. I think CoStar is a scam. So <laughs> that's good to um, know. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just use like the websites. I don't really use the apps. Um, and then I, I follow specific people like on Instagram that like are actually into this stuff. And they like, or one of them specifically, she has like guides that she'll send out so that we can read. And then like, there's older astrologers that like say all this stuff that my grandma listens to and all these things. So I feel like. That's so yeah, cool. I, I feel like people get their information from from very various sources, but at the end of the day, like they say all the same shit. So <laughs> true, that is true. Well, yeah, and like I mean, I'm one of those people. Like, of course, I'm a proud Leo, so I know all about that. But like, I don't. I'm not. I like just did my chart for the first time this year, like my full birth chart. So that's when I like actually started trying to learn more about it. And I'm a little bit lazy with it. I want to know more. I think it's really cool, but uh, there's like so much. Yeah, there is a lot. And like people usually only focus on like their big three and like maybe another couple placements, but it is a lot. And like, sometimes I still get confused and I'm like, okay, let me read this again. Um, I have my entire birth chart with notes um, in my notes app on my phone. (laughs) I love that. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, just because it's so it's so much and like I don't want to commit it to memory. Like I don't think it's totally I don't I don't need to like show it off or anything. But so I'll go back and I'll be like, okay, what does this say again? Like where is this again? And actually we had my birth time wrong. 
So that's another existential crisis I had this summer is that I realized that oh my, my, my breast, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't off by a lot, but it was, um, it definitely shifted some things around and, and made a little bit more sense. But when I first realized that, cause we couldn't find my birth certificate. So then we finally found a copy of it in like a photo album that my grandma has. Okay. <laughs> and I saw it and I was like, Oh my God, we've been doing it wrong this entire time. And so we had like looked it up and like, we just talked about it again, but yeah, it wasn't that, it wasn't that different, but still I was like, I've been doing this wrong and like, totally. <laughs> well, and even a small change like that will have like a, a ripple effect yeah. on your chart for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely does. So yeah. But yeah, I definitely, I guess I, I feel like that does tie in like to spirituality too. And, and like how you've been following the moon and all that. Like, I feel like those are related for sure. Yeah. And I definitely, I definitely feel that kind of energy and that kind of, um, yeah, I would just say energy in my life now. Like I definitely feel it. I definitely can recognize that like the things that I manifested and the things that like I'm trying to let go of have either come and gone, which is like kind of like freaky. Cause I'm like, Holy shit. Like this, this is some, this is some real stuff. And like, it's definitely not a joke to be playing around with. Um, and so I think it's just cool. It's just cool to see like those connections and like how much I guess the forces and the planets can really like influence your life. Like I, I see that a lot. Totally. Well, I've, I love that it's passed down generationally because I think that's so cool. Um, and I feel like that makes it a lot yeah. more personal, My, um, I Well, I guess at the time that we're recording this, it's like a full moon weekend. So we definitely feel that energy in the house. <laughs> um, um we uh, it can be intense and we definitely are having those moments um so the full moon is at the end of the lunar phase basically and there's different kind of like rituals or like things that you can do to commence the end of the lunar cycle so you'll basically like what i do is i reflect so i reflect on the things that happened this month mm-hmm. um and the things i want to let go of I kind of like put that into the air. Um, and then I start to manifest for the next month. So I say like, you know, I want this, these things to happen and I want to get rid of these things or, um, yeah, just things like that. I really do. And then, yeah, I guess you just give it out to the moon. You, you invite her energy in and you, you know, really create that space for yourself. And then when I have crystals, so each crystal like does, different things um that's also something I don't commit to memory I I know what they do but like I don't I can't be like oh that one does this and like this one does that <laughs> um and then yeah so I, I put them out so that they can recharge and like it's just a whole thing yeah but uh it's really cool and like I guess the in the position that my house is in and like where my room is in my house the full moon shines directly into my room so it's super bright at night and it's just the moon like I know it's like there and I think that is like so fucking cool (laughs) that's awesome I I feel like that I need to start doing this I think if I like especially the way you say like how you can like just like take the time to let go of shit move on go on to the next and like I think that that would then I would definitely stop bitching about things then I'll be a much more (laughs) yeah for sure and I think that, like, 
the things that you manifest maybe at the beginning of the lunar cycle or like at the end when you see it like come into play you don't it doesn't like okay if I say like I'm gonna manifest like I don't know me getting into grad school like it's not gonna happen like that it's gonna take steps so you you start to acknowledge that oh like this is kind of like leading me into the right path of my manifestation totally so like I think that's kind of like a misconception where people think like if I manifest it, it will happen in the way that I want it. But for me personally, I mean, everyone has their different beliefs about that, but I know that it's like a path. Yeah. Really like I mean, it really, goal. it's like setting an intention and then you, because you've even just vocalized that, like you're going to do the necessary steps to get there too. Like you're going to actually help yourself along that journey. Cause you're going to be more, I don't know. You now you have said out loud that you want it, <laughs> so you're gonna go get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a whole thing, and I think yeah, that was also another thing I got into during quarantine. So yeah, it's been rewarding. Really I I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my that's I feel like that's my big one, and then the other one that I do is yoga. That's my other yeah. That's my big thing. I've been doing I think a that's little bit more thing. yoga as well. Honestly, that's interconnected to some of that too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, um, yeah, as part of that, I, I like meditate. I do a little practice. I usually do everything at night because that's the best time to do it. But, um, I I would do a little practice and then do all the rest of the stuff too. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely, definitely I'm more in tune with myself. And if that's one thing I can think 2024 is that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Honestly, so am I. I, I, I probably could be doing more to actually hone in on some of that stuff, but I, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's just like with the amount of time that I've had to spend with myself this year, like, I don't know, but it's been like, I will say there's not been many good things about 2020, but that has been a blessing for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on top of like me having no job and like basically doing nothing, I think that's the only thing I could be doing. <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. Hey, that's time well spent, at least. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Well, I think that about wraps this episode up, and I'm excited for this one. And I'm so glad we got to do this. Yes, thank you for having me. Alicia, enough. I just really don't. I think we would be seeing each other more if it weren't for this year and the way things have gone. But yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't have been here. That's true. You would have. I would have come to visit. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. I think when things get better, we'll be able to see each other. I think so too. I miss it. I miss just being able to like go visit friends. It's so weird. I miss that. And I miss seeing them go out with friends. Mm-hmm. Well, what I wouldn't I, do to I go that- to a bar right now. <laughs> those are stories for a different episode (laughs) for real that's so true yes well and we will have to definitely do this again but thank you so much for joining me yes I'm so excited for you and this podcast it's been going so well so far I think I think this is one of my quarantine hobbies for sure So it'll be fun to develop at any time yeah oh my gosh you're gonna be my number one guest I feel like we could do this all day long (laughs) Okay, well, that about wraps it up. And I will look forward to chatting with you guys again next week. And I will talk with you all soon.